Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. Much like the second wave of coronavirus, we are back and bigger than ever. (laughs) Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives but without it being so boring. I'm your host, DrLondonSmith.com. I would like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as interictal electroencephalogram and the horse votes nay. So I will try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Jock Doc Podcast. After dark. Okay. Uh, all right. So Cameron, um, he is so dedicated to making sure that our podcast stays relevant that when he heard that it was our Pride podcast Month, podcast after dark. Do you want to tell? Do you want to tell our audience why our podcast is after dark tonight, Doctor London? Yeah. Well, so we're recording. Normally, record. Uh, you know. At normal time. It's it's dark in the room right now. It's after dark. Sorry, We're recording this spookily at midnight. Yeah. And do you want to yes. tell our audience why we're recording at such a spooky time, Dr. London? So this week, it was just sort of, um, I, I could only get so many availabilities. I was on call. Um, and so this was the time that worked for me. No. Nope. We're raising the dead tonight, Dr. London. <laughs> You knew that. I, when you say that I knew it, I feel like, did you just think it? Well, yeah, but this whole thing is about like supernatural and like. When when you say so, this whole thing. Yeah, like this whole idea that I had. And once again. About the after dark. And so like telekinesis and stuff like that. So I think. So the idea that you had was just an idea and it was just in your head. And the theme. Yeah. Just like 30 minutes So whenever you asked me to tell our listeners why, you thought that I would be able to track with that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it was my fault for for trusting you. Yes. To, uh... Okay. Do what you're supposed to do, I guess. I don't know. But regardless, we're going to be raising the dead after dark. And the dead, of course, being your patients. The many, many, the piles of of dead patients. When there's flooding and rainstorms, they they get lifted out of their graves because they had to stack the bodies on top of each other because there were so many. Okay. There wasn't enough plots at the cemetery. And that's what we're talking to tonight. We're seeing how Are they you, feel about okay. it. Well, also with us is Digidone the Host.
Dog Podcast. Shock Dog Podcast. And later, Cameron tells me that we can uh, expect, is it two special guests? That's right, Dr. London. Wow. Okay. Well, that sounds great. Um, before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. I found this note tattooed onto the inside of my lower lip the other day. The note reads, quote, This is how I got hookworms after I did acid and did questionable things at Woodstock. Luckily, I found Jesus, dewormer, and soap. Take it from an ex-hippie. Mother Earth doesn't give you consent. Mm. End quote. Uh, Agreed. First of all, I would like to thank you for reaching out uh, to us here at the Jock Talk Podcast. Um, I don't know how you managed to get to my lip and tattoo it with such an extensive message. But I guess to answer your question... um, uh, yeah. It's not really a question. It's just more like a, a story, I guess. Yeah. It was like an anecdote? Yeah, and more a lesson, really. But, yeah, I guess if you do find Jesus, dewormer, and soap, it can solve a lot of your problems. And can you talk about the medical science behind that? Well, soap uh, can, you know, break down you know, the the lipid membrane of certain, you know, cells. And so it's a useful tool for washing. Right. Yeah. And then um, dewormer, that's that's used to, to get rid of the worms. They referenced hookworms. So they're... Oh, so soap is this magical thing, but it can't even get rid of worms? Well, worms... And dewormer is this magical thing, but I can't, I can't wash my hands with it like soap? You're not making any sense, Doctor London. Yeah, well, so so I mentioned that that lipid layer, and that's what that's what we're ta- so the worms don't. To, to my knowledge, oh, the lip. This is why it was tattooed on your lips. Yes. Okay. Well, no, sorry to clarify. Lipid. It's a lipid bile. It's it means. Um, yeah, I'm lipid right now. That we're going over this again. I'm sorry, I, I think you mean you, you might mean livid. With, the, anyway. Um, anyway, thank you to that listener for reaching out to to my lower lip. Now for today's medical topic, bronchiectasis. After dark. Bronchiectasis is an uncommon disease, most often secondary to an infectious process that results in the abnormal and permanent distortion of one or more of the conducting bronchi or airways in the lungs. So basically... A chronic respiratory condition causes the airways to become so damaged over time that their structure changes. The structure well, of those airways. Dr. Lennon, can you can you mature this up a little bit? Part of uh, this being like after dark, it's like kids have gone to bed, you know, like it's only the grown ups, it's HBO, it's mature now, like we're we're only dealing with the adults. Can you I mean you're giving us kids stuff right okay, now? Okay, because normally you say that the marketing is primarily towards children. So tonight will be the exception to that. Yeah, because this is after dark. All the kids are good night, kids. Going to bed. And then what? Are, what is everyone else doing? You're turning on the Jock Talk podcast. Right. Okay. I'm not. I'm not sure how I can make this more adult because it's just 
Except that one sneaky kid. He's like, ha, ha, ha. I've got my dad's iPhone, so I'm going to listen to the Jock Talk podcast, even though I'm supposed to be a kid going to bed. Yeah. Well, so I guess I'll just go forward and then maybe. And then the dad knocks on the door. Where's my iPhone? I don't know. Uh, uh, I haven't seen it. All right, but if you're lying to me. So clinically. Getting kicked out. Bronchiectasis can present uh, as cough and daily mucopurulent sputum production, uh, difficulty breathing, also known as dyspnea, <sighs> um, pleuritic chest pain. And that's Glad he didn't catch me with the iPhone. Now I could finally listen to the Jock Talk podcast after dark. And pleuritic chest pain, that, that refers to chest pain triggered by you know inhaling and exhaling, breathing. Um, these symptoms. What the hell are, is this talking about? I thought this was supposed to be cool and mature. These symptoms... This is just kid stuff. Along oh. with others like wheezing, fever, and a history of chronic respiratory disease will help guide the clinician to the diagnosis. Because remember, this isn't a fairly uncommon diagnosis. Uh, once other conditions such as pneumonia or lung abscess has been ruled out, uh, sputum analysis may be used to further strengthen the clinical can suspicion. I, can I just get 10 more, 10% more spice? That's it. 10%. And like I'm, just on the voice. I'm just... Just spice it up. Just... Please, ten percent. I'll leave. You, I'll. I will. I will not interrupt the rest of the lesson if you can spice up your voice ten percent. Just my voice. Okay. Yeah, that's it. And I, I just okay. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, ra- radiographic studies. There it is. Specifically, CT scanning may then be used to confirm the diagnosis. Further laboratory studies may be used to treat the underlying infection. Breathier. Treatment approach is generally to treat the underlying respiratory disease and in an acute exacerbations. Like you just ran a marathon. <laughs> Giving. The antibiotics, bronchodilators, aggressive physiotherapy, and supplemental nutrition may also be advised. Other general recommended measures are smoking cessation and immunizations for influenza and pneumococcal pneumonia. Did that that work? Do we feel like... Yeah, our numbers are off the charts. And you're tracking these numbers now? Yes. Yeah, live. Okay. We're up to three. Wow. All right. Uh, Cameron, do we have any sponsors today? We absolutely do, Dr. London. I'm very excited about this sponsor. This I, this is my favorite sponsor wow. that we've ever had. Oh, wow. This is a very, very special sponsor. This is a new, a brand new dating site. It's so new, there's only 35 people on it so far. And that's... That's makes it your favorite. Yeah, a I few mean, people. It, it, it's that not the not the amount of people that makes it my favorite. It's more the concept. Okay. Because the concept, you know, this is a very special episode of the Jog Talk podcast. It's the after dark episode. Yeah. No, I remember you saying that earlier. Right, because it's June, which is the time of year when you start thinking about like goblins and ghosts I, and. I feel like. That's more of an October thing. 
like end of October mm. even. I mean, June, you know, June, you've got like the beach and there's all those ghosts on the beach. And is that, is that a thing? Cause I feel like, like all the creepy, goofy, the goblin stuff, like all of that, you know, the, I guess what you're referring to, like the after dark, the spooky thing, that's uh-huh. all really a Halloween type of. No, vibe. I think it's like mostly like a beach related thing. Yes. Everyone's playing like volleyball and everyone's like going surfing and hanging out. And there's like all these ghosts around. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. I get, you know, I guess I explain the, maybe the Apple or maybe, maybe this product will help me understand well it's not i mean it, it's not going to help you understand at all okay because because so far Cause if you don't get it then you don't get it but this app is appealing to a very specific group and it's actually a big big part of our listenership is it, it this is a dating app specifically for mediums it's called medium meetup okay and to clarify this isn't like the size of clothing they wear Mm, I d- actually don't know that. Okay. Because I haven't asked the clothing size of our, of the people on the site. Okay. But the, this is for people whose profession is a medium. People who who speak to the dead. People who who can uh, access the spiritual realm. Right. And and speak to people who have passed. And fortune tellers, psychics. So it seems like. Okay, so this is specifically for mediums to meet other mediums. Yes. And I guess that that would be a big thing for them to have in common. Okay. And one of the one of the re- coolest things about this new dating site is you, what would you guess the the URL of this site would be? Mediummeetups.com. Nope. Eh, wrong. Okay. Try again. Mediummeetupsapp.com. Nope. Uh, m- m- medium meetups. Okay. Okay. Doctor London, you're already wrong because it's not a URL at all. Okay. Nope. It's a state of mind because these are mediums, right? They can they can access the spiritual realm. They can speak to people on the other side, but they also can communicate without speaking. Sure. Just like I was doing earlier to you when I was describing the. After dark, after dark concept. Oh, and because I wasn't a medium, so I feel like you're confusing the term psychic with medium, for one thing. So you're you weren't a medium. Yeah, you also weren't a psychic. You couldn't, because a psychic that's that's the classic idea where it's someone who can push you know thoughts or feelings or whatever into someone else's mind. Whereas a medium is, like you said, communicating with the dead. Unless you think that one of us is dead. Than that, I can't guarantee that on either of our parts. Okay, okay. So anyway, so they these these mediums yep. communicate. They use the app. There's no app. Oh, they use the. There's no website. They use their powers to communicate with each other, and then say, "Hey, we should go to like. I mean, do you like Domino's or Pizza Hut?" Well, I you know I was raised with Pizza Hut, so I guess that's what I prefer. But I, you know, it doesn't really doesn't bother me as long as it's not Papa John's. And he's like, well, actually, I like Papa John's. I would say that's maybe my favorite. Why do they? Why do they need medium meetup at all? It sounds like they. This is just how they communicate anyway. It, basically, what it does is it uh you pay for the service and it gives you a secret code. 
so then in their spiritual world or wherever, you know, you're hearing all these different voices. They're able to just zone in on the secret code okay. that's someone else using the the site. And it's not a site. Nope. So is there one person who's just one medium who is creating this code and pushing that thought out there? Or is there a dead person doing That's what I'm... Is well, this... to get the code, you do have to download an app. Okay, so there's one part that's that's an actual physical thing. When it's like a series of apps. Okay. Because you have to download the Medium Store first, the Medium Play Store. That allows you to access all the apps in the store. And then from there, you've got to download the Medium Meetup code generating app. And then you just use that app. Yeah, so it's really just two. Okay. Well, it's, it sounds... And then it gives you, it generates a code, and then you just think about that code really hard. And then other people start popping up on your little grid or whatever. Yeah. Okay, well, it, admittedly, I, you know, I'm, would not, I'm not, I wouldn't claim to be a medium. So yep. I can't really speak to how this technology would affect a medium. So with that in mind, I guess we can just be thankful that they chose to sponsor through us. Because I guess maybe some of our listeners are mediums and this is a great way to, yeah, to reach them. I have to think a huge part of our listenership is mediums. Yeah, the primarily children. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, that's... Right, sixth sense? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that he seemed like more of an exception, maybe, but maybe that's just normal. Yeah, once again, I don't know enough about this to speak to it. Okay. Yeah, no, that's no one was questioning that, okay. Dr. London. All right, well, I guess... People might not believe in ghosts, but they at least believe in your incompetence. <laughs> okay, well, um, okay, anything else on the ad copy for Medium Meetups? Um, it says to not look up the CEO. It says don't Google him. Okay. I, so to our listeners... And his name has been blacked out, so I can't... But it says, like, don't look into the company. Don't investigate it too much. Don't think about it too hard. Just download the apps. That's a, that says that in huge letters. Okay. So that's an old cat. Okay. Well, to our listeners, please, you know, follow that. It sounds like you wouldn't need to look it up to... If, if you're a medium, I'm sure you're already maybe tertiary, like, have some awareness of this app. So um, thank you for the to our sponsor. All right, Cameron, you said that we have uh, we have two guests today. Is that right? That is right, Dr. London. Two. One. Two. Uh, okay. Two. One. Uh, are you counting down? Let's see, I'm on a guess. Okay. It's exciting. It, it is. Okay, well, hello there. My name is Dr. LondonSmith.com, and this is our producer, Cameron. Uh, and who are you? Hi, London. Good to see you. My name is Sherry Walker, and I am a colleague of London's, and I brought along my twin sister. Hi. Hello there. What's your, what's your name, twin sister? I'm Summer. Yeah, London invited me to a party, but I guess that's just his way of finally getting me on the podcast. 
Dr. Yeah. London, what, what, what you invited them to a party? Well, okay, I can explain. Okay. So, okay, well, for one thing, Cameron, a yeah. producer here, he had told me that he had booked a guest for tonight. Yeah. And that the guest was maybe someone who I thought was an unsavory sort. I told you that in confidence. Yeah, well, then you kept just kept describing what they had done. Yeah. Like how you had picked them up. They were a hitchhiker. And sure. You had driven with them for a while. They had convinced you to let them drive. Uh, you had started giving them well, whatever you had there. there was a good reason for that. Which, which was? Well, I was trying to, I was skateboarding. You wanted to go skateboarding. Well, it was like I was, I was like I was in the back seat. The seats fold down, so there's a lot of room back there. And you thought, let's go skateboarding. Well, yeah, you have to like, because you're still in the, in the car. Yeah. But you have to like maybe bend down so your head's not hitting the, the ceiling. Yeah. So so anyway, the roof, this, you this know, the ceiling of the car. Yeah. The, but this hitchhiker convinced you, to switch seats uh-huh. so that. You could go skateboarding in the back because you hadn't talked about this before, about all the room you had back there. I feel like he talked you into this idea. Yeah, I've never thought about it before. I didn't even own a skateboard. Oh, so you guys had to... Anyway, so there's this... Man, long story short, you don't have a car anymore. Yeah. Well, but I have have two skateboards. Yeah. So... So I think I... One car for two... You know, one vehicle for two vehicles. And so you you kept insisting that he's good for it and he'll be on the podcast tonight to prove everything yep. is normal and fine. But this it just didn't seem like someone that I would want to provide medical education, which is what this podcast is about. Yep. So that's why we brought in these uh, these guests. Sure, but why did you... Okay. And so the reason I... Why'd you lie and say it was a party? You said you've talked for 35 minutes now uh-huh. and you didn't explain, you didn't answer so, the question at all. So whenever uh, my colleague, Dr. Sherry Walker said uh-huh. that she didn't have anything to do tonight, uh-huh. I said, when, let me see how I worded this. Cause I, it may have been slightly deceptive in the wording, but it was something to the effect of uh, like she said, I don't even, ha- I don't have any parties to go to. And I said something like, oh, you know what's a party? Wh- whatever, the kind of stuff I do on this particular oh. day of the week. And no, it wasn't, it wasn't like that. But it was, I was just well, saying. Well, she like, brought me because I'm the life of the party usually. Okay. She said, this party is going to need more life than anyone could ever give and so even before you guys knew that there was no party you went in assuming it was going to be a terrible party like you knew it was going to be dead before you even left the house well i i i get it i would if i if this was if this was the guy who was inviting me to a party i would feel the exact same way london is actually a very fun person uh he takes his job seriously but He's That's in- the least fun thing I can imagine. Yes, but I mean, he's you know a fun person. I mean, I, I don't know you, but 
I know London is a fun person. Nope. But he tricked you into a party that doesn't exist. So London has been trying, inviting me on this podcast for a long time, and I continually tell him no. And so finally he said, well, let's just hang out, you know, to come over tonight. We'll have fun, whatever. And so I thought, oh. So what makes Dr. London fun is that he tricked you into doing something that you don't want to do. <laughs> yes. Well, now I'm not sure if I think he's fun anymore. I'm with you, Cameron. Okay, well. It was so easy to win them over. Yeah. Well, it, the circumstances aren't really in my favor now. But anyway, we could still talk a little bit. and we. Can... I don't like these chips. Yeah, I'm so you sorry. You brought those you. chips. Yes. We, there's no chips in the studio. Well, they're stale. I I mean, I don't know. I, well, if you dug them out. I, again. Oh, these are the other ones I brought. Yeah, they're, they're all. Any chip you find in here besides maybe a computer chip is going to be something you brought in. And even the computer chip is a maybe. What makes you the life of the party? You said you're the life of the party. You're brought in to fix party emergencies. What do you? What does that mean? What do you do? I'm just, I've got a bubbly personality and I'm always seeing the bright side of things and I always can just turn things around. Like my sister gets really upset every day and like I have to pull her out of her sadness, but I just do it by just telling her like, be happy. And is that, I mean, does that work? Well, I do get down a lot because my job is, you know, uh, mentally taxing. Aww. However, um, yeah, my sister brings me up when I'm down. What, what, what's your job? I'm a psychologist. Wow. Well, it's, yeah, it's nice to hear. So this is something that we don't always... Um, you're, so you're, I mean, what did, she said she was a, a psychologist? No, I, okay, and sorry for Cameron, who's not familiar with the terminology, a psychologist, so... Because I've always figured that these logists, these people who, they, they cut down these trees and they, they turn them into logs, like, you'd have to be psycho to do that. It's yeah. Mother Nature. Yeah, well, and so, so in this case, I think psychologist is actually a reference to the, the study of the mind. Hmm... So, the mind of the type of psycho who would do something like that, cut down a tree, turn it into a log. Yeah. So, but, do you have Barks root beer? I don't like A&W. Again, the, there's no root beer in this studio at all before you guys showed up. If there's A&W root beer, I, I would, you would have had to have brought it. I, it just doesn't. Barks is so it's got a little bit of a bite, whereas yes. A and W is too smooth. Yeah. That's why I just can't. No, I I mean I I I feel you. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm sorry to interrupt, I, and that you know that that discourse I'm sure is is important to you at the moment. But I want to get back to something that's uh, that Sherry was saying um, about how she finds relief from the stress of her work and. Uh, just because clinicians often will, will become very stressed and sometimes it is hard to find a way to take a break. And for our listeners, this could be really important for the clinicians who listen um, to, to learn how to de-stress. And so you say that, uh, uh, Sherry, you say that 
Summer here, your twin sister, helps you to de-stress? Yeah, she really, uh, you know, she's just a hippity-hop happy person, as we always say. So uh, talking to her really helps me just sort of remember what's important and who I care about. People say that just being around me is like inhaling rainbows and unicorns and just my natural passion and the, just the joy that I ooze just kind of infects people. But I am wondering, uh, where's the bathroom? Well, okay, and so it's it's out of the studio one is out of order at the moment. But if you just go outside and then you hang a right and you walk for a few blocks, oh, it's not a right anymore. Oh, they, they changed turned that. the right into a left. Yeah, okay. So there was a Seven Eleven there. So now you're gonna okay, you're gonna have to, I guess, pull a U-turn. You're gonna walk around, and uh, there's well at this hour. Okay, and I would say behind the dumpster, but that also has moved. Well, it, but it's it's moved vertically, like it's higher in the sky. Yeah, off the ground. So that it's in the same position. Yeah, so it's just like on Earth. You're kind of yeah. The like, longitude and latitude position of the dumpster is the same. Yeah, it's, it's just, just six feet a, off the ground. Uh, topographical map. You're gonna have issues. So I just so there you're gonna just have to kind of. Count it your passed. Risks. What? It passed. Oh, nice. Like into your clothing? Through me, yeah. Onto your chairs. Uh, oh. These are really absorbent chairs, so. Uh, th- thank you. <laughs> I'd love to hear, like, you guys interact with each other. Like, you're talking to us, but you're talking about how important you are to each other i mean it, it sounds like summer you you really cheer up sherry sherry are you sort of a rock for summer because sometimes i know i can get stressed even in my normal conversations with people like i can you know if, if you don't talk about things correctly then maybe it's it'll make stress worse so how do you guys yeah interact sometimes to- i'll just look at her i'll see oh she's spiraling she's in a mental loop and i'll just say I'll just you know, tell her a little joke like that. What? 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 Doctor London, what was that? Well, it sounded like she said, "Yeah, like she maybe she said some little silly, goofy kind of, you know, whatever nonsense." Yeah, you yeah. just make like a funny noise. Is that what you're doing? I told her a joke. Well, it's not, it's not really a joke, right? Like, it just went like, blah, 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 or whatever. But that's kind of a joke, yeah. No. No, she said... Yeah, see, this thing is what's concerning me. What, what What's happening here? What's going on? What? Didn't you ask to see us interact to figure out how we kind of cheer each other up and build each other up? But you cheer each other up through just these like nonsense noises? Sounds? Maybe to an untrained ear it sounds like nonsense, but when you have Oh when you've been speaking this way for, you know, twenty five years. It's natural. It's like English. Oh, so this is like a language between you two. It's a language that all identical twins 
No. Yeah. It's a language specifically just for people who are identical twins. So it's it's not exclusive to you two as being twins. It's any identical twins will any, have the same language. Mm-hmm. Yes. So like if I brought in um like one of the Sprouse twins, they would they would think that joke was just as funny. Oh yeah. Well, unless they have a poor sense of humor, I would think. Yeah, I guess that's true. They could just be unfunny guys. Also, Chinese twins don't speak the same language. Yeah, uh, their language sounds a little bit different, but it's hard to understand. They're duralects. They're dirt. Yeah. yeah. Different duralects. So what? I mean, can we? Is there is there any like translation we can get to maybe understand that joke? Yeah, yeah. What was that joke? A little better. Uh, does it translate to English or no? We can't say it to you guys because it's identical twin joke only. Was it about us? No, of course not. Mm-hmm. No, we're having such a great fun time at this party. Nope. Okay, I, I really have to stress again. This isn't a party. You guys brought all the chips, all the drinks. I don't. I do not like any of these chips. Well, and the I don't disco like ball. Any of these it, it was not making fun of you guys at all. Like. No, it Definitely. wasn't talking about your noses and... Oh, I wasn't talking about my no. nose. Yeah. Oh, gosh, what yeah. a relief. Okay. Whew, I was so worried someone was going to talk about my my little nose. Oh, little nose. No, it wasn't about that. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't about your little nose. <laughs> uh, okay, well, it's not about my little nose, so then okay. I'm good. It's okay. not, not about your giant lips either. It's okay. I mean, as long as it's not about my giant lips, then I'm good. I'm happy. These are all good things. And it's not about your urine-soaked couches in your studio. Like, well, I was worried point, about that one. I'm feeling like, of course it isn't, because you didn't say that much. You you each said a little f- phrase, it sounded like. So, it, I mean, most, at least the languages I'm familiar with, they take more, you know, it takes more time to say that much to convey that much meaning more words well small minds okay but i still don't understand why they're on the podcast i okay so this is going back to the how do people who are in high stress environments um how do they de-stress and how do they you know find their way to get back to helping people every day after you go home from the clinic or from work wherever how do you get back on your feet and you know be ready to stay mentally healthy, emotionally ready? And the answer to that is have a twin with a specific twin language. Is but it, it I also do acupuncture. It's not a specific twin language. It's the twin language, the universal twin language. Except for outside of certain parts of Asia. Yeah, mm-hmm. Chinese dialects. Yeah. Okay. Well, so is that in your opinion? Is that the the entire way to de-stress is that everything that does the trick for no, you i also do acupuncture okay just like classic acupuncture just got little needles you poke them in the back uh, we don't use needles we use birthday candles d- d- well, that and forgive me if i'm wrong on this but that doesn't sound like it meets the definition of acupuncture. It, do you sharpen the candles until and then poke them in? No, we just stick the candles in like you would a needle. Okay, well, you say in like you would a needle, but needles 
have a sharpened edge, and so they they can be inserted, whereas wax candles cannot like they have a blunt edge and it'll uh it it wouldn't be able to go in like that ever hear of ears nose throat doctors yes yeah ent's yeah uh candles fit in there we fit about 16 birthday candles in our nostrils wow oh so you're saying just in open or okay because i should clarify so acupuncture that will those needles will, they'll put those needles in your skin directly, not into... Well, that's the acupuncture Whoa. you're familiar with, sure. It does sound like that is coming from a non-twin. We do have to accept that this is a world we're not familiar with, Dr. London. Unless okay. you have a twin running around. Not not to my knowledge. I guess what I thought was Because mine that... cannot run at all. So you you have a twin, Cameron. Well, I had a twin. Did you... Okay, so this brings up a question. Yeah. So you couldn't understand their language earlier. No. Is this because your twin died making you the only... My twin died in utero. And I absorbed it. That's why I have the... That's why I have a fourth knee. Instead of the normal three like most people. Right. Okay, well, uh, Sherry, Summer, do you have an explanation for how Cameron, despite having had a twin, that... To, uh, in the womb. Yeah, that passed away in utero. utero. Um, He's an idiot. My twin was not an idiot. Nope. He provided me with my fourth knee. What kind of an idiot would do that? I. Okay, so just. So you're saying that maybe he. Maybe Cameron is exaggerating some of his past. I don't know, but I have known Cameron for, what, 20 minutes now? And I know he is an idiot. Yes. And I've known Cameron for 25 years now, and I know he's an idiot. Because we meet at Idiots Anonymous. That's supposed to be anonymous, by the way. There are so many people there at this point, it's like... If everyone is there, how are we all anonymous, you know? My sponsor is going to be so pissed. So, I'm your sponsor. Yeah, and you're going to grill me later. Wait. I'm sorry, sorry. Summer and Cameron. Yeah. Well, especially, I guess, Cameron, you've been going to this, to a support group for for idiots. I've got my 12-year chip. Which Summer mentioned that we've known each other for 25 years. That's because 13 years in, I had a relapse. Are you sure you're not having a relapse today? I don't think so. My sponsor would tell me. I think you're okay. When you say relapse and when you say Idiots Anonymous, I, I just want to clarify. So you go in there and you become... This is all supposed to remain confidential and anonymous. I feel like it's unethical for you to even try to get more information about Maybe this. can we just we'll talk talk more hypothetically about it instead of you personally because okay. I am curious about this because let's say let's say for me let's say if I become if I understand correctly I become aware of the fact that I'm an idiot which you need to start taking a look in the mirror that's and so, all I'm saying. So yes. if I were to come to that realization which you wouldn't you lack the self-awareness Right. So I would go to the support group, IA, 
because uh, I know you'll go on, you know, Friday, Saturday nights, um, and like also at various odd hours of the day mm-hmm. to the support. Like I've seen you go somewhere, yeah, and you won't say where you're. You're saying like, oh, I have to meet up with so and so, and so this is well because most works. of the time I don't remember where I'm going and I don't remember where I just was. I guess that does answer a lot of the follow-up questions. Okay, so I guess I'm just aware now of a support group that maybe has a, I don't know, 10-step program. Does it have a 10-step program? It's way more steps than that. Way more steps than that. And are you saying that because you've been through all the steps? I don't, I'm not sure. Because you just have trouble counting them. Well, that's a whole other issue. I I know that I'm somewhere in the mid 300s and I don't know where the end point is. Wow. Okay. The end point isn't it just not being an idiot? That I mean this is this is like 12 years. This is the the treasure chest at the end of the rainbow. Like yeah, I, I don't Yeah, that's kind of what dreams are made we're, of. We're we're chasing after I don't know what that is or what that goal is or what it is, but Or if we'll ever arrive at uh, that goal. I mean That's what keeps us chasing. I'm sorry we we went on that tangent. It's just this is a whole organization I didn't know about. Um, but, okay, so I guess our takeaway today, maybe, if we feel like sort of winding things up, is the way that you de-stress is spending time with a family member who speaks in a way that's very um, personal to you. Would that be a, a way that we could make this more broad and general for our listeners? Yeah, and I have a cat and I drink. Yeah, drinking is a big key. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, when we start speaking that language, it's over a couple of drinks. It's uh yeah, I mean we drink all the time after work every day. Okay, so when you were asking for like Pepsi, you're looking for a mixer. I'm just looking for anything that will cheer us up, you know? Got it. I okay. Any kind of beer, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to just be root. <laughs> okay. So, so you're saying that maybe the the what you were presenting initially was just your strong relationship. Really, it sounds with like alcohol. Your coping mechanism is just alcoholism. Well, no, no we wouldn't. No, no we wouldn't yeah. say alcoholism. No, <laughs> we wouldn't. No. For which I would say there is. I don't know if you've heard of Alcoholics Anonymous. Nope. And I think there, I think there's a rule about not being in. I think you have to choose which anonymous group you're in. So I think if you're in one, if you're in IA, you can't be in AA. Yeah, and IA has the sickest guitar riffs when we're coming in. It's like there's all these people on stage and there's fog machines. Well, it's open bar. Exactly, and it's like people are just going crazy on their guitars and it's just cool it's a fun time like i would never want to leave ia i'm just saying that i'm not an idiot and i'm not an alcoholic nope but i am a doctor okay um well it's you know the we all have to try to you know look at ourselves and uh try to find a balance in life sometimes uh we can give in to these things that provide temporary relief but it's important to bear in mind that those things can become excessive and harmful to us if we don't you know find the right balance so as long as we're all 
trying to follow a balance. And I tell the same thing to all of my patients, London, and that is great advice. Thanks. And Dr. Lennon, it just kind of sounds like you're being judgmental about the like fun drinking stuff and stuff like that. When I know for a fact you take drugs every single day in the form of a cup of coffee. Isn't that right, Dr. London? Yeah. I mean, is that not? It is. Yeah. Coffee is technically a drug. Oh, caffeine. The words of an addict, Dr. London. Sounds like you need to go to CA. Coffee oh, yeah. and California. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, and those are you know great advice. I don't. I don't think I'm, you know, abusing it so much as, meeting what I guess. Do the, you have it every day? It's a societal norm. Not only does he have it every day, but if he hasn't had it, he'll say, "Whew! Don't talk to me till I've had my coffee." That's addict speak. Okay, well, that that is in part because... Or if he's a little tired that day or maybe a little, like, uh, not all there, he'd be like, ah, sorry, I haven't had my coffee yet. That's addict speak. Well, sorry to tell you. On the the former one, when I say don't talk to me until I've had my coffee, Cameron is usually actively getting in my way to to reach and, like, yelling in my face. Yeah, he's trying to stop you from your addiction. Have it, have you never seen someone really passionately trying to save your life? Like when my sister Summer used to probably have to say, "Cameron, please don't be an idiot today." I'm used to. I mean, still do. I mean, yep. Okay. Well, I guess that's a that's a good way to end things here. I feel like we've learned a lot about each other. I'm sorry. I've learned a lot about you guys. I guess I haven't told too much of my own things. Well, we work together, London. But it's nice to come to your party. Yeah, and th- thank you once again for coming. You only have laser discs. Don't you have Blu-ray or? No, those are mine. But in any, in any case, uh, thank you to Sherry Walker for being on the show today for coming to my to my love party. My pleasure, London. Anytime. Whoa. Yeah, thank you for Dr. London for tricking these uh, women into being on the podcast yes yeah the after dark podcast yeah that's kind of a little (laughs) i really hope this didn't make summer feel like an idiot (gasps) being tricked like that you want to get sued and thank you summer for being on the show as well yeah and i mean thanks for not really supplying any good snacks or good drinks or i mean i'm sitting on a urine soaked couch i mean thanks for this party you know, thanks. Well, yeah, you're yeah, welcome. Thank you. Um, Needed to get out of the house. All right. Thank you to Cameron, our producer. Mm-hmm. Thank you to 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 do in the house. I am wondering, uh, where's the bathroom? Oh, where's the bathroom? Dog Podcast. Shock Dog Podcast.
name is DrLondonSmith.com. This has been the Jock Doc Podcast. See ya. creeping sensation as it inches closer and a shiver snakes its way up your spine. You avoided intake of breath because of the assurance that if you did inhale, the rotting corpses of lesser monsters that had last been trapped in the gaping maws of this brutish creature would then travel up your nose and into your mind, your soul. It sniffs closer and licks your nose and then begins to purr. After another pause, you decide to let your guard down just a little bit in order to pet the kitten. The purring intensifies, your pupils dilate, and you get wrecked by the cruel euphoria brought about by this creature most foul. Speaking of euphoric experiences, don't forget to leave a five-star review of the Jock Dog podcast in which you describe your interactions with cursed creatures of darkness. And while you're at it, go ahead and share the Jock Dog podcast with a friend or foe. You can send them a link to your favorite episode or just send them our handy website, jockdocpodcast.com. And don't forget to take a peek at our posts on social media. We are at Jock Doc Podcast. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.